Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. (laughs) I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. NerdWallet. Finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. So get this. By 2020, American women will control $22 trillion in capital, and impact investing is expected to reach $440 billion. But the real question is, how can women tackle impact investing with confidence? Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. Hey, it's Shauna here with some really exciting news. You can now listen to our entire back catalog completely ad free, exclusively on Stitcher Premium. Check out all your favorite episodes of Millennial Money, like How to Finally Master the Art of Budgeting. In addition to the Millennial Money Archive, you can also listen to every new episode ad-free, as well as tons of other ad-free Wondery shows with hundreds of hours of original content, audio documentaries, and exclusive bonus episodes from some of your favorite podcasts. You can sign up now for a free month of Stitcher Premium by going to stitcherpremium.com slash Wondery and using the promo code Wondery. Then once you're signed up, you just download the Stitcher app for iOS or Android and start listening. 
That's stitcherpremium.com slash Wondery in promo code Wondery. Have you ever thought about the impact each and every dollar you spend is making? Whether you know it or not, you're making a vote when you spend your money on the companies you choose to support or not support. So it only makes sense that your investing dollars might also do the same thing. As an active consumer in today's economy, you have every right to know what you're investing in, and if you choose to, to invest for impact. Ellen Remmer, our guest for today, is a champion for philanthropy, impact investing, and social change for women. She leads Invest for Better, an initiative aimed at mobilizing women to activate their investment capital for good. I love that message. So I wanted to know, what are women getting wrong when it comes to investing for impact? All right, Ellen, so just to start out, in your opinion, what are women getting wrong when it comes to investing for impact? Well, they're just not doing um, enough of it. I mean, women, every single study you see and every conversation you have, women are overwhelmingly interested in investing with purpose and impact and and um, care what their money is used for. But there's this this aspiration gap where they're just not um, activating. Hmm. It's just one of those things there. They're, they seem to be um, a, a lot of it seems to be linked with the fact that they're just not spending that much time on investing. So, right. um, so they don't spend the time learning about how to do it. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I couldn't agree more. Like when you look at the statistics of just investing in general, when it comes to say anybody 40, 45 and under, we're just not investing as rigorous as maybe other generations have. But I know particularly with women, there seems to be a lot of fear and confusion around investing. We tend to be a little bit more conservative. Uh, that's a little bit of a, a stereotype, but I think there is actually some some truth to that when it comes to investing. So I'd like to back up just a little bit because I think there's still a lot of confusion around what exactly those two words, impact investing, mean. So what does it mean if you're actually investing in, in impact-type funds? Like, what do those look like? If only we had a broad definition. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's been, you know, it's been an alphabet uh, soup of, uh, of acronyms around uh, investing for um, positive impact. But um, the, the GIN, uh, the Global Impact Investing Network, talks about it being it's around intentional intentionally investing your capital for both financial return and for social and or environmental return. So it's, it's about intentionality. Um, there's d debates everywhere about whether it's a big umbrella term. Does that mean socially responsible ESG or does that just mean direct investments? Um, so I think the, uh, the definition is in the eye of the beholder, um, but I think it's, it's really about intentionality and then really looking at it. Are you, are you having a positive social impact um, and getting some sense of measurement around that? Yeah, so it can absolutely. Be, it, it can be broad. Yeah. Which is probably what leads to a bit of the confusion, I, I would imagine. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. And there's, you know, there's sort of the purists. Oh, no, no, this has to be um, something that is uh, uh, something that the regular capital markets wouldn't invest in, and and that's just not true. I mean, it, at least in my view, um, I mean the power of impact investing. I, I see it 
big picture, um, I think it's possible to take all of your assets to be 100% thoughtful and intentional um, about how your uh, how your money is invested. And I mean, most of the time we don't <laughs> we don't think about it at all. Uh, you know, it's, it's all about it's all about well, did it you know did it meet the financial returns? But there's just this kind of crazy lack of of examining what exactly we are invested in. And I think for many people, when they actually stop and take a look at it, you know, whether they've got a thousand dollars in a, in a bank account um, and how that money is being used or whether they've got millions in, in stocks and investments, when they actually take a look, sometimes it's, it's a real surprise. For sure, for sure. And what do you think is, is leading this change with wanting to, uh, invest for impact, particularly with women? Are there certain statistics or certain trends that you're seeing that that's causing this to be this topic that, that people are really starting to investigate? You know, uh, it, people, people say that thinking intentionally about using your money for good has been around, I mean, forever. Um, it, it began you know, and so, uh, frankly, some of the some of the uh, religious communities were thinking about this back in you know, the seventeen hundreds <laughs> or the fifteen hundreds, but then it 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 um, reemerged. Um, uh, you know, in the last fifty years, certainly um, around the civil rights era, era uh, there were all kinds of um, uh, you know, talks about divesting in, in different areas and then being intentional about being positive. So somehow in the last, um, I'd say 10, 15 years, the momentum has built. And, you know, whether it's being driven, um, it's a really good question, <laughs> exactly how much women or millennials have been driving it. I think in recent years, women and millennials have been a huge force behind it. Um but what's happened more recently is as the interest has grown, there have just been more choices and more products and more awareness of it. And then women and millennials are saying, yes, this is what we want. If you can just show me some of those things, I would invest in that. Um, so it's a good question what really got it going in the last 15 years. Hmm. Yeah, and I, I love but, that um, that answer that you that you talked about having choices. And I think that's certainly something that at least the millennials, or I should say us living in this 2019 world is something we're super passionate about in all areas of finances, having choices. And I think it's super exciting, whether it's it's investing or it's just having different alternatives for bank accounts, uh, you know, all sorts of different uh, technology software and apps and different things that are that are that are coming of age right now that is giving us so many choices that we just didn't have before. I know that for a lot of people choices can be even more confusing, but I think it's such a great occurrence that that's happening. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. And you know what I as you were talking about the trends with women, I I should have mentioned too that so we all know women are, you know, positioned to actually control more and more of the wealth in our in our country for a variety of reasons, and I think we I think we've been learning a lot that women when they are um, 
um, when financial folks are working with women, that women care about much more than just the numbers on financial return, that they actually just intuitively want to have more holistic conversations around what's the money for and their values. Um, So that's another reason why I think there's just women are perfectly positioned in those conversations to go, wow, so that's what my money is used for. And and I do think (laughs) it's happening with millennials too, that we're just, we're pushing those conversations as we, as we talk to, uh, you know, any of the financial advisors that we talk to. So I'd imagine there's probably a few female listeners going, wait, 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 what? go back to that part where she says women controlling more of the money. So d- dive into that a little bit more. Like, like, why is that or why is that going to happen? Like, wh- what are the factors around that? Well, women still live longer than men. So that's one of the issues. Um, we're still we still live five or six years longer. So we're positioned to have the be the last to die in a family. Uh, and women are simply working and earning more. So it's the combination of both. Um, it's hard to get a, a real uh, accurate pulse on the exact numbers, but uh, they're you know uh, they're talking about women really controlling. I think something like sixty percent of the world's wealth by uh, by twenty thirty. So it, it's a lot. Wow. <laughs> Watch out. (laughs) Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) I love that. Well, we've had a chance to chat offline and had just such a great conversation. And you've led such an interesting life. I think it would be fascinating just to have you share a little bit about your own money journey and, and why you're so passionate about women and money and investing. Yeah, happy to. It. I find it almost embarrassing um, because <laughs> I feel I, you know, I I have an MBA uh, and I, um, you know, I was uh, uh, spent some time, a little time on Wall Street. I have um, involved with a family that has some shared assets and uh, had a lot of conversations about investing together and had family advisors and. I always, it was, I, you know, I understood it, but I was frankly bored by it. <laughs> and I just didn't find it interesting. And in our own household, um, my husband had spent a lot of time on Wall Street. He'd worked at one of the big firms for a long time. He'd left it, but in the, in the kind of the allocation of, of jobs in our household, he basically took care of our personal investments. So I was, I was abdicating it. I was just, I was doing exactly what so many women do. I mean, we've got a million things to do. So there's a job. Great. Somebody else do that. (laughs) Right. And it was when I, when I discovered that really there was so much power in, I could exert so much power for social good through my, through my money, um, which I just hadn't thought about. Um, I'm very philanthropic. We have a little family foundation and I have a donor advised fund and, I just, I wasn't, I wasn't seizing the, the power that was there in the assets that I had. So when I, when I realized that this was an opportunity, it was just a big wake up call and it took a while for me. I, um, you know, I asked my advisors if they could start investing my money differently. And the truth was they weren't set up to do it. Um, I talked to my spouse about it and he was like, ah, you're going to sacrifice return. Don't bother. Um, so luckily I, I controlled, um, a bunch of the money and I took it away from my advisors and I found a new advisor who could do what I wanted 
um, them to do. And it's, that's been so much fun. I've just, it's just been great. Um, so we've, you know, kind of invested across the portfolio and, um, I now, when I sit down and go over quarterly results, we're not just talking about this percent and that percent up and down. We're talking about, well, how did it contribute to, you know, pay equity um, across racial and, and genders? Um, how did it um, in, improve uh, um, uh, the carbon footprint in this area? And we're being very, so just looking at that and comparing it and then being very intentional about the kinds of direct investments we want to make. It's been it's been great. And so now I'm, I'm like, I'm like going into my um, IRA and working on all the different buckets <laughs> of money that I have, um, because it, it can all be deployed a little bit better. Okay, friend, I want to know, what are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top rated all in one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks, and they even allow customers to submit suggestions, vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash ETM. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash ETM for your extended 30-day free trial. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited. And it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. 
The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy, workout-friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com etm for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash etm. In those moments when money is just not moving as fast as your dreams, Earnit provides the financial momentum you need to keep moving forward. Earnit is an app that gives you access to your pay as you work, up to $100 per day or up to $750 per pay period. You just download the Earnit app and verify your paycheck. Then you access up to $100 a day as you work and you can leave an optional tip. Any money you access plus tips are automatically repaid from your next paycheck. I honestly would use Earnin in lots of different ways, but what's on my mind recently is I need a night out. I need some good tacos to sip on a few virgin margaritas and celebrate you all helping this podcast earn 26 million downloads. Make Earnin a part of your financial routine and join Earnin's over three and a half million customers who say things like, when I think about Earnin, I think about financial stability and security. Gives me a lot of peace of mind. Download Earnin today, spelled E-A-R-N-I-N in the Google Play or Apple App Store. When you download the Earnin app, type in Talkin' Money under podcast when you sign up. It will really help the show. Talkin' Money under podcast. Earnin is a financial technology company, not a bank, subject to your available earnings daily max, pay period max, and location. See earnin.com slash TOS for details. Bank products are issued by Evolve Bank and Trust, member FDIC. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise, and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied, or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. (laughs) I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. 
hey, I know you work hard and you're taking time to get in a better relationship with your money. So I want to do you a favor. I want to buy five listeners a week a cup of coffee or tea just to say thank you. You can take what you would have spent and just put it towards one of your goals. I know it's a small amount, but every dollar counts, right? All you need to do is head to iTunes, leave a review for Millennial Money Podcast, and then email me a copy of your review to info at m moneypodcast.com. That's info at mmoneypodcast.com to be eligible to have a cup of coffee on me. You know, it's such a great story that you share, though, even though you said a little bit embarrassing to share that story. But, you know, that just shows that you can be somebody who is not even interested in investing or maybe be a little afraid to tiptoe into that world. But you can really you can learn about it. You can invest for impact. You can get in there and make changes and and every dollar that you invest can go in the direction that you want it to go in. And I think that's just such a great message, especially for younger women to hear that they they don't have to be millionaires in, in order to be able to to do some of these things to make an impact with their dollars. It just takes a, a little effort and, and maybe learning a little bit and um, you know taking some of those first steps. Yeah, and and you know there are new um, opportunities uh, proliferating these days. So um, the beginnings of impact investing were really for po- people with more money, but but we're seeing. Um, we're seeing just a lot more ways that people with even small amounts of money or younger in their career and haven't accumulated it, you know, can, can do things. Um, so they can, you know, if, if they've been in a job for a while, somebody's starting a 401k or an IRA and you talk to your, your, uh, uh, um, administrator and ask them how the money is being invested. Um, and it could be invested, um, with social purpose, or look at where you're banking. Um, you can bank at a credit union or a community bank or one of the kind of list of banks with values, and um, you, your deposits can be leveraged to do some good things in your community. There's there's uh, organizations where you know everybody puts in a thousand dollars and it becomes a revolving loan fund for women entrepreneurs. Um, so there's just all kinds of fun ways that you can, fun and and powerful ways that you can use even small amounts of money. I mean, I'm privileged. My day job, um, I advise uh, foundations, um, um, many of whom have lots of money. So as I went through this this personal journey, I was also very much trying to lift this up as something for um, some of the larger foundations and who have also been conservative. And it's been exciting to see them um, now beginning to to um, lift their head above the parapet and actually um, <laughs> not just giving away 5%, but in fact, um, investing their corpus for good. So it's been it's been exciting to see all of that come together. Yeah, I love that that change is, is starting to happen. And uh, don't you even think for women who maybe feel like they don't have a lot of money to invest, even just like you said, having the awareness about where their money's going, where they're keeping their money, the savings account it's in, all of those different things is just bringing to the forefront this idea of, quote unquote, investing for impact. And and maybe that's the first step for somebody is just having that more of an awareness around where their money's going. 
Yes. I mean, it's just a strange system where we just kind of hand the money over and we don't think about it. I mean, we don't take responsibility for it. <laughs> and so it's a system that's just, you know, taken off and, and done its thing. And I really believe that if all of us, and I do believe that if women pay attention to this, you know, we can positively influence the whole sector by just asking the right questions, asking good questions and caring about how the money is deployed. Um, absolutely. So what are some of those questions that, that women should be asking? Well, it's first, you know, say you've got a little stock, por- stock portfolio, you, you would want to know literally what you own. Right. <laughs> so, so if it's, or it's a mutual fund, you know, to find out what you own and, and, and whoever's put it together, ask them, did they use any, you know, social or environmental values to make the selection, like is there is there a point of view um, that they have about what they will invest in and not invest in? So finding out if that's what they do. Let's see. Um, that's kind of the first big step, um, right? And and if they don't do that, you know, finding out what the possibilities are. Right, and like kind of pushing them to offer those options. Yeah, exactly. No, I think that's I think that's awesome. And I want to talk a little bit about Invest for Better, the organization you started really to to lead this mo- movement to get women to invest for impact. You know, talk to me a little bit about what you're doing at Invest for Better and and how you're really working to to move the needle when it comes to women impact investing. Yeah, thank you. And it, it's not an organization; it's an initiative and a campaign. I like that um, even better. <laughs> so um, we, we hope to work ourselves out of business really quickly. Uh, so it's all about um, uh, it, uh, motivating women to activate their capital um, to invest for better. So we have, it's been a, um, a national collaborative. Uh, we've got a, a, a just an awesome uh, group of people involved, women and men, um, who believe that a very um, – uh, intentional focus on women um, is a way to accelerate the development and the shape of the of the impact investing um, ecosystem. So we're trying to um, raise awareness to women that for, to women that you can do this. Give them easy easy ways, easy steps that they can do. Um, so try to help connect them to that and to some educational resources. Um, obviously, inspire them that this is a way to seize the power you have in their financial resources. And then um, some of the ways we're doing it is we have a, um, um, a, a different action steps you can take and an opportunity to pledge action. So we encourage people to, to pledge that they're going to take some steps, and that might be talking to your advisor. It might be changing your bank. It may be making an impact investment. Uh, and then we, we're also um, – we've, we've piloted a couple of what we call Invest for Better Circles, uh, we've got one on the East Coast and one on the West Coast, which are communities of women that come together um, and hold each other accountable for action. So they come together and they learn. Um, we've got we're developing a curriculum where they can learn from experts and do worksheets, and then they and then they go back and talk to their bank or talk to their advisor or talk to their IRA administrator and make some change. And um, so we're we're developing a toolkit and hope to spawn um, many more of those around the country. 
I love that. So just just giving back and helping women have the information and the connections that they need in order to ask these questions and make these changes. And one thing that you said I, I just wrote down, which I love, is just activating their capital. And I think that's just so powerful if you if you think about that. And really, I know we keep echoing the statement, but that it, it trickles down to every penny that you spend, you know, where you shop and the clothes you buy and all sorts of different things. I mean, you could obviously get a little bit you know, I, I don't want to use the word crazy, but you could go a little overboard, if you will, you know, of overanalyzing all this. But there is truth to, you know, you you vote every time you are using a, a dollar, you're spending your money on on something. And so I think it's particularly for women, if we're going to control this much wealth, it's important for us to at least get some knowledge around these different concepts. Yeah. You know, it's been exciting to see this whole conscious consumerism movement in, you know, and obviously women control over 80% of the of consumer dollars. And and we, yeah, there's really been a lot of movement in terms of people being more thoughtful about how they buy things and where those things came from. So this is, in some ways, an extension, you know, into the capital markets, into the investment part of the capital markets, um, which is you know, extraordinarily powerful in our world. And I know so. we we touched on it just a little bit, uh, I think when you were, were giving a little bit about your background, but there has been this... Uh, this sort of, uh, I don't know if it's a myth, you will, about impact investing, that it, it doesn't uh, give you as much return as, as traditional investing. And I know that there's a lot of change happening with that and hopefully debunking that myth. But what do you have to say uh, to that? I mean, is impact investing a, a legitimate a way to earn a good return? Um Listen, like any investing, you know, you, you have to set your goals. And, and um, so if your goal is, you know, to make um, – and, you, and you'll have financial goals and you'll have and, – and now you'll have your social goals as well. Um, if there's no reason why you can't do impact investing and have the same financial return that you would have had if you hadn't been thinking about social and environmental goals um, – there are many opportunities to do impact investing where you might be willing to take less of a financial return because the social or environmental impact is going to be so strong. And obviously, those opportunities um, don't attract as much capital. Sure. Um, so some some folks who are really serious about an issue will, cho will, will choose to take a lower return, but there's no reason you have to. So the money I moved to an advisor, I was like determined that I was going to show my husband <laughs> and, and and others that I could make market returns. So I, I have, you know, been beating him and doing great. Um, and um, a lot of it is in public markets, but a lot of it, there, I have my a fair amount in, in private investments that are doing great. And then I have carved out some money that I are, that is, that is a little bit, I'm willing to take less. I'm still making, you know, making money on it, but I, I it's, I get a great reward out of the fact that this is important bridging money that's hard to get and it's going to um, have even more of a deeper social impact. So it's a choice. I love that. I'm giving you a high five over the microphone. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. Well, this has been so incredibly insightful. I, I love your wisdom around impact investing, but I'd love to know if you could just leave the listeners with maybe one gem or one tip of how they could begin to start investing for impact. What would that be? 
You know, I think it, it, it's it's be curious about your money and ask questions. I think ask yourself questions and ask others questions. I think that's great because I think it all starts from questions and you don't necessarily have to know the quote unquote right questions. Like you said, you mm-hmm. just have to be curious. So I think that is so powerful. Yeah, we've got this group going, and I really feel as though what's happened is even some of the most sophisticated people in my Invest for Better circle, it's what they really get is they, they turn around and they ask questions, and and then change happens. Absolutely. This has been fantastic. Well, Ellen, tell the listeners where they can go to check out Invest for Better. Oh, excellent. So they can go to uh, www.investforbetter.org. So while it's not its own organization, it's it's housed here at the Philanthropic Initiative. So, and I encourage people to go to the pledge and pledge one of those one or two of those small steps that you can take just to get started. Hey, thank you so much for listening to today's episode. Remember to subscribe to the podcast. It's absolutely free, and you'll make sure you never miss an episode of Millennial Money. You can also listen to all our episodes on Spotify, Google Play, iTunes, Stitcher, and Pandora. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live. Our kids have said to us since we've moved to Minnesota, we are far more active than we've ever been anywhere else we've ever lived. Moving to Minnesota opened up a lot of doors for us. Just this overall sense of community, the values that, you know, Minnesotans have. It's a real accepting, loving community, especially with two young kids. See why CNBC ranks Minnesota number four best state to live and work. A great place to work, an even better place to live. ExploreMinnesota.com slash live.